He went around all of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom. Our Holy Father, Pope Francis, has asked us to celebrate on this third Sunday of Ordinary Time, a Sunday of the Word of God. Uh, Time to reflect on the mystery of God's Holy Word. As Catholics, what do we mean when we talk about the Word of God? Do we mean the Bible? Do we mean something else? In the full and proper sense, the Word of God is Jesus Christ himself. He is God in person. He is how God communicates himself to us, how God comes to meet us. God does not just tell us things about himself. God comes to us in person and lives a human life in Jesus Christ. He is the Word made flesh who dwells among us. But the experience of knowing Jesus, that encounter with him, is passed on to us primarily through two channels. Two channels that together can also be called the Word of God, sacred tradition and sacred scripture. Both of these occur within the community of our church. The church is like a living organism, the body of Christ. And so the encounter with Jesus that those people in Capernaum, in the land of Galilee, had some 2,000 years ago, that experience is also carried to us in a living way through God's holy word, through sacred tradition and sacred scripture. Now, tradition here does not mean all of the customs, all of the little t traditions that we have in our church, but it means the whole process, the whole process of passing down from one generation to the next, everything that we have received from Christ and the apostles. For 2,000 years now, the church has passed on that core of faith, that living content of what Jesus is like, of what he taught. And each generation receives that and then is called to pass that on. Everything the church needs to exist everything we need to accomplish our mission of bringing the gospel to all people. We receive that, and we pass it on. That is sacred tradition. But some of what we pass on is in written form, not only by human choice, but because God has wanted us to preserve his holy word also in writing. And this is sacred scripture, the Bible. For many generations, God spoke to the people of Israel and helped to get them ready for the coming of Christ. Those inspired writings that led up to Jesus, the words of the prophets and many others, are called the Old Testament. They have their significance because they prepare for the coming of Jesus. And they remain relevant for us as Christians because they tell us the full context in which God came into the world. They help us to understand the life and the message of Jesus. That is why so often at Holy Mass, we have readings from the, from the Old Testament, because that is still the Word of God, is still relevant to us today. And then when Christ comes, he completes and fulfills the Old Testament. He does not abolish it, but he brings it to its perfection, and he shows its inner meaning. The apostles and their helpers wrote down important testimonies to the life and teachings of Jesus. And that forms the New Testament. Together, the Old and the New Testaments form the Bible, a collection of 73 books written in many times and places by many different people. But these 73 books also form a remarkable unity 
Because together, they have God as their primary author. They tell, from many different perspectives, the story of our salvation. They are inspired. They are the result of a unique movement of the Holy Spirit. They are still human books, written in human languages, from human perspectives. But they are not merely human. They are also divine, teaching fully and completely and without error the truth that God wanted to be written down for our salvation. What a gift we have in the proclamation of the sacred scriptures to think about how carefully over centuries those books were copied, often by hand and at great expense, so that the message of Jesus could be transmitted to us today. And the Bible has always been a liturgical book. It's not just for private devotion. Its first and natural setting is really the Mass. It is in the proclamation of the Word. That's why when we come to Mass, we always have the Scripture readings proclaimed. We don't just sit there and read from the Bible, but the the Word is proclaimed out loud to show that it's alive and that Scripture itself can be a prayer. So many of our prayers in the Mass are drawn from the Bible, as are the antiphons and the Psalms and many of the parts of the Mass, so that the, the Word of God becomes our worship. But we can also use the Bible in our private devotion, not only at Mass, but every day of our lives. What are some ways in which we can pray with the sacred scriptures? Maybe we're intimidated, we don't know where to start, we don't understand a lot about the Bible, we don't know a lot about its history or its historical context, and we might be at a loss. So what are some ways in which we can use the scriptures to pray? Well, one thing we could do is simply to prepare for the Sunday readings or even the daily Mass readings, just to look them up online or use our missalettes and to reflect on those readings as we get ready for the Sunday Mass or to reflect on the readings of each day. That simply is a way of putting ourselves in contact with the Word of God. If we want to go a little bit deeper, maybe we want to use a a Bible study something to guide us through the process of understanding and reflecting on the scriptures. One resource that we have available is formed. There are directions on how to get to that in our bulletin. There are many very good Bible studies that might lead us through different topics. For example, a Bible study on Mary, or a study on the Eucharist, or on the other sacraments. That can be a way of going a little bit deeper and looking at themes that run throughout the scriptures. And finally, we can also engage in what has traditionally been called Lexio Divina, divine reading. That is simply meditative, meditative reading through the scriptures. And there are many different ways to do that. One way to do it would be to take a single book, for example, one of the Gospels, and every day or every few days decide to read a section of it, maybe a small section. And as we read that section, we ask God for his assistance to help us to understand what we are reading. We read it carefully and reflectively. Maybe we imagine the scene that is being described, all the details of it. Put ourselves into the story and envision it unfolding around us as if we're part of it. And then as we go through that process, asking our Lord to help us to get out of this what he wants us to receive. It's a way of being in conversation with God so that the Word of God becomes part of our own personal prayer. No matter what we do, the more we engage 
with our Catholic tradition and with the sacred scripture, the more we get to know Jesus, whom we meet in person, sacramentally, in the Holy Eucharist. The word proclaimed leads to the word made flesh, which is offered and received. On this Sunday, the Sunday dedicated to the word of God, let us renew our appreciation and commitment to this holy gift, that God has desired to speak with us, that God has desired a relationship with us, a friendship with us, and that God has come to us in the person of Jesus, and that that experience remains alive for us today through sacred tradition, through sacred scripture, and through the worship of the Mass, that the the encounter with Jesus that those people in Galilee were privileged to have can also be something that we have, and it can lead us to um, our own personal encounter with Jesus. What a great and holy gift. We ask our Lord to help us to appreciate and respond to that gift each day.